Welcome back to the seat, guys. Uh, you know it's been a while, but yeah, um, I'm gonna try to be as consistent as I was last time. Um, I just got hit by procrastination, you know, things being hard, not being able to go to my my normal routine because of this whole virus thing. But I've now managed to handle it better, and yeah, I hope I can bring you guys. Um, just something you can listen to, something you can learn from, hopefully. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Today, we're joined by Barry. Um, yeah, <laughs> how are you doing, Barry? I'm all good about you, Christy. I'm all right. I'm okay. Yes, um, just like give us a... A small background to um, who you are, what you do, and yeah. <laughs> All right. Hi, guys. My name is Barry Masindi, and uh, I'm 23 years old. I'm from South Africa, and I'm a qualified aircraft engineer. Maintenance engineer, rather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, Barry has... Yeah, he's lived way more than I have, and... <laughs> <laughs> basically he's done more with his life um yeah so today i wanted to talk about the journey with god basically a journey about how god can just choose anyone basically um and today i want to be talking more about peter and also um barry's testimony yeah so barry what was um what was it like growing up? Did you grow up in the church or was it something that you used to like later on? Um, I mean, I grew up in a Christian family. I, I definitely grew up in a church. Um, but then I was one of those like, we go to church just because like they're pulling us along. You get it. It wasn't one of those things where um, <laughs> it was yeah. one of those things where like we would go willingly. But then it was one of those like we're just going because like, you know, it's a ritual each and every single Sunday. We wake up, go to church um and at that point I, def- I definitely say that I wasn't necessarily like in a relationship with God because I didn't necessarily know him personally yeah but then it was I was more of doing it because like you know it's a norm to do it to get and um yeah I guess, I guess. yeah and I guess I guess I came to know the Lord personally when I was in in like my second grade uh as I was going into high school like I think it was grade nine yeah, so like uh, that's when I started to get to know the Lord personally uh, for myself, and I was like, "Oh wow, God is actually awesome. Uh, the Bible is actually not that bad." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah,", yeah I was like, um, "This is actually really awesome." And I just sort of like started to get to know the Lord personally uh, from from then, and ever since it's just been growing. Also, I've also had some stumbling blocks along the way, but yeah, I've been growing. Yeah, I get you. I also had um, kind of the same experience, mm-hmm. um, the whole Sunday church thing. Yeah. But um, I think early on in high school, I'd, um, I had a friend who was um, one of the pastor's children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we always go to um, to church. And this was like, um, it was youth. Yeah, it was basically youth, mm-hmm. um, like a youth kind of setup. And we always go there. That was like my first um how can I say it? Going to church without being forced to anything, like willingly actually going yeah. to church. 
that was my first experience. And yeah, we used to like serve, mm-hmm. eh? That's where I learned like how to um, serve. And ever since then, just been something that um that I always really like mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it's sort of like a similar story with me. It's sort of like the people that you surround yourself with are very important because like uh, with me also, it was sort of like a friend who persuaded me to go to church and I sort of like just ended up loving it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, which, which aspect of church like are you involved in at the moment? Uh, I'm involved with CRC, Christian Revival Church in South Africa. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's one of the, how can I say this? It's one of the um, big churches here in South Africa. That we've got, like, we've got so many locations in and around uh, South Africa, Africa, and a couple internationally. So, yeah, I'm involved with CRC. Oh, all right. That's good. Um, actually, for those who don't know, um. I got invited. The How I Met Barry was um, I got invited to a home cell group, basically. Um, but it turned out that she's also made an episode on this podcast. And yeah, that's how I met Barry. So can you tell me more about um, how you guys came up with the idea of, of a home cell? Because I'm sure there are people who would want to do it, but then they just don't know how to. So can you like kind of give an insight of how you guys started it. All right. Okay. Basically, like, um, I'm under correction, but uh, CRC is a home cell-based church because it's a big church. Uh, and a lot of people come in on Sundays. It's sort of like uh, you don't have time to create, like, you know, intimate fellowship and intimate, like, friendships you get within the church. And, like, uh, one of the main reasons I think that, like, uh, they came up with uh, home cells is because to create... Um, you know, close bonds with each other because when you think about it, home cells are sort of like small groups, uh, small groups of people who are fellowshipping together, who are sharing yeah. like the word with each other, and not necessarily like only fellowship on Sunday at church, uh, when it's just so many people and you just uh and you just can't like share God with each other like uh, in a personal in a personal way. You get so yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's one of the it's uh, a home cell is basically done to um for christians to fellowship uh, together in uh, in a more intimate way I'd, I'd say yeah it's 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 a really cool group and yeah like if you guys want anyone can join isn't yeah. it so um if you guys want to join um just get in touch and yeah it's it's really good um with there's also a WhatsApp group and also do Zoom calls and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, what those guys have um, put together, they're so dedicated. It's actually amazing. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, it's really good. So, I wanted to talk about Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, because the first time I obviously I've read the Bible, but then it's always um, more. How can I say it? Revelation. Like his life story is better told by other people because my understanding of the Bible isn't there yet. So I listened to a lot of sermons and stuff. And I noticed there was always um, one or two kind of sermons. There'll be the sermon which talks about Peter from at the start 
or the one that talks about me at the end. So I was kind of confused because um, in one sermon, he'll be the hero in the story, like, <laughs> be like Peter. And in the other sermon, he'll be, don't be like Peter. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, so I always used to, you know, get confused. So I really got um, interested in finding out um, the truth behind him of um, how he started um his journey his work with god and and to the end mm-hmm. um like what, what stands out about peter to you um i mean what stands out about peter to me is sort of like just like each and every other single christian uh god went for the person who was least likely to become a disciple so like jesus went for the people who were least likely to become disciples you get if you think about um peter peter was just a fisherman if you think about matthew matthew was just a, a tax collector who were not liked back in the day so it's sort of like god always goes for the people who are less likely to um be counted as righteous i mean if jesus really wanted uh, people who were close to being righteous many would argue that okay maybe like the high priests the religious leaders maybe those are the easier ones to get <laughs> to convert to, to following yeah. him. but then no he went for the people who uh, knew very little about about god you get so i'd say that peter reminds me of myself basically myself the one thing that actually um stood out to me the most about him is um when God named him Peter, mm-hmm. which yeah basically means rock, and then he says, um, "On this rock I'll build my yeah. church." And later on, he literally fumbles, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> after all of that, he literally fumbles. And you see, I used to be like the person who, for example, if I do something bad, I'll just be like, um, how, "How do I even pray anymore?" Or, you know, just um, just being anxious about mm-hmm. everything. And and this story just reminds me, like, I, I haven't met Jesus. I never walked mm-hmm. with him like Peter did. But, you know, Peter saw him and he fumbled. Then he repented. Yeah. And, you know, f- like, imagine looking Jesus in the eye and then denying him. <laughs> So I always, <laughs> so when I heard this story, I always used to think, okay, it's actually easier for me than Peter because I haven't looked him straight in the eye, you know. So I'm kind of like, um, it gives me a reason to actually um, believe that I don't have to fear praying or repenting. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure we, we've all done that before. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's not a good spot to be in. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So have you ever felt like, um, how can I say it? Have you ever felt like Peter, Peter's journey, any aspect, like any specific aspect of Peter's journey aligns with, with your journey? Um, I'd say that in a lot of ways, yeah, it does. And in a lot of ways, um, it would align with, a lot, with how a lot of Christians uh, journeys have been and I'd say that like um, in terms of my journey um, 
you know how Peter, before uh, Jesus got crucified and before uh, Jesus came back to see them multiple times and before he even sent the Holy Spirit, you know how Peter was. He was the, he was the one who was cutting off uh, uh, high priest's ears. He was the one who was denying Jesus. He was <laughs> the one who was like, he was the outspoken yeah. uh, disciple within the group. He was the disciple who, uh, he was the disciple who was, uh, the one who's always standing out when uh, when when Jesus asked, um, "Who do you say I am?" Peter was the one who said, "You are the Messiah." So he was the one who was always standing out uh, on the group. So I'd say that, like in terms of like uh, Peter's downtimes when he denied Jesus, um, when he when he uh, when he just did things haphazardly by cutting off the high priest's ear. I mean, we uh, we as Christians. Um, Previously, before we became Christians, even when we have been Christians, like we have had like our moments where um, we did things against the will of God, you know. Um, I also remember. I also yeah. remember when Peter, uh, when uh, when Peter told Jesus that no, you aren't going to get crucified. No, then Peter, then Jesus was like, "Get thee behind me, Satan!" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> think about it. Telling your disciples, "Get thee behind yeah. me," and and also telling him that upon this rock I will build my church. Ah, oh, man. So, um, I mean, like as Christians, we have had our down moments and whatnot. And like one of my biggest down moments, where like I literally didn't want to, like, it felt as if like for myself personally, it felt as if like. I could all I, like I could just disappear from the face of the earth because, okay, like my my uh, my uh, testimony uh, is that I think it was it was 2014 or 2013. I'm not entirely sure about that, but then ever since 2014 or 2013, I've been okay, okay, not anymore. But then like I ever since 2014 and 20 or 2013, whichever one of the two, I was struggling from pornography and masturbation. So. Within those years, I think it stopped uh, around like it's been a couple of months now since I've been free, and and uh, like God has really brought me out of that sin you get. So it's not like out of that story. Like within the midst of everything happening, I felt as if like I hated myself because I was like, okay, look at how Jesus was, and look at how I am. The gap between the two yeah. is, is so like, it, it was so fundamentally big. And I definitely knew that, okay, but like you need to change. But then I'd pray up like, God, please help me. Help me like uh, get rid of this sin because I hated where I am because it was as if like I was just like over flooded with darkness and I just couldn't see the light. I just couldn't see a way out. And like, but for some reason, like I just continued praying, even if like my prayers didn't even make sense to me. Like, God, I've been praying for like how many years now for you to help me get out of this. And like, it just wasn't happening. Like for seven years, for six or seven years, I was struggling with it. And I just couldn't like find a way to get out of it. You get, and like that led to a whole yeah. yeah and that led to a whole lot of like evil thoughts which uh when i uh, went into my mind like very like wouldn't it be wouldn't it be better if you just sort of like uh, ended your life so that you don't continue doing this against god no like i felt condemned not convicted but condemned because it's like well very like did you read what the bible said about this <laughs> it was, so you guess it was sort of like um 
it was sort of like very overwhelming to me like bro you need to really get over those because like even the bible says very like those who commit sexual immorality or go to house mm, yeah, yeah. it's like oh boy oh boy oh boy i really need i really need to get over this and at some parts at, at some points i felt like giving up was like ah, i can't get over this man i guess i guess it's just part of me and that was sort of like the biggest lie that i told myself because like it would uh, it would play a role of complacency. It would put a seed of complacency in my life, which uh, would definitely not have, been, not have been good. So in terms of that, I'd say that God brought me through that period and I am where I am right now and I'm who I am right now. And my character is built stronger from what I went through. So like, I don't see it as a point where I was like, oh, I wish I didn't go through that. But then as a point where like, okay, I grew from that. God helped me grow in that season and I'm now stronger than I was coming into it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really, you know, one thing I've learned about life is I feel like, okay, from my own personal experience, yeah. um, most sin is committed from when you have like nothing to mm-hmm. do, when you're not aiming for anything, when you're um, idle, mm-hmm. And it all got confirmed one day when I was um, talking to a friend and, you know, we're discussing about how the devil learns from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you don't learn from your own mistake, he's just going to keep on tricking you. And then that's how it becomes a cycle. Yeah. So the more you start, like what you did, the more you start involving yourself in, in the word, through prayer, um, in church, you know, you get to get free from all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like every day I, I really remind myself, like I, <laughs> every morning I make sure I at least read something. Yeah. Because I, I really get thought of how much I want to go back yeah. all, all the time, all the time. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like, Like what you said, Peter had, he was bold. Even though he was he was a sinner, he always used to be the one who was enthusiastic. Yeah. The one who would be the first to run back, even though he <laughs> he made so many mistakes. And I feel like we should have that same motivation and drive for God. Mm-hmm. Okay, like in terms of Peter, um, like... Like, you know how he went from being that person to being the guy? Okay, like, you know how he went from being the guy who denied Jesus? He was the one who was filled with fear when they were like, you're the one who, uh, who was working with Jesus. And he was like, no, I'm, I wasn't the one. I'd say that in that moment, he was filled with yeah. fear. He was filled with, like, yeah. uh, a whole lot of fear and worry. Like, oh, like, I don't need to, like, identify myself with Jesus right now, you kid. And he, went, he <laughs> yeah. went from a guy who was like, I don't want to identify with myself with Jesus to the guy who would, uh, you know how like um, the, the disciples had to go into very hostile environments. Like they had to go into environments where they weren't welcomed, environments where people wanted to stone mm. them, but then God was with them through it all. So 
it went from a guy who didn't want to be identified with Jesus to the guy who was running in the fire for the gospel. He went from a guy who um, was fearful to the guy who was sleeping the day before he was meant to be killed. He was sleeping in his bed at peace. He wasn't <laughs> praying that God, please help me, help me get out of this situation. But then, no, he was totally at peace. And it was as if like you went from being a slave to fear to being a slave to freedom. I know that's a bit of like a paradox, but then if you think about it, when we when we when we stop being slaves to fear, worry, anxiety, and become slaves to God, we become slaves to freedom. You get because like God, yeah, yeah so like God brings us into a freedom unknown, a freedom from having to worry about tomorrow, a freedom of having to worry about like our futures, a freedom of having to worry about a whole lot of other things which he promised it will bring us through. So um, I'd say that um, is, uh, I'd say that God brings us out of us out of slavery from uh, out of slavery from fear, anxiety and all those other bad uh, character uh, human characteristics or emotions, I'd say to slavery to freedom yeah. and i mean that, that that's really awesome man yeah it's really good especially um i just like how peter was even more bold after um jesus had died yeah. and how he went on to to preach to you know thousands mm-hmm. and even the the whole story of how um how the holy spirit just came came to him and how he was full of just love for everyone because at the start he's a very um how can i say this he's almost kind of he's just spontaneous yeah. but you can tell that <laughs> you can tell that uh, uh, there's something wrong with this guy but at the end he's actually the one who kind of Okay, in my own view, mm-hmm. I feel like he he inspired the other disciples to be more bold yeah. because of of that's just who he was, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and it just goes to show like how what 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 God really wants us to do, yeah. because I mean, you might you might not okay, not everyone is meant to. I guess not everyone is going to get the gift of um, preaching to thousands of people or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, but with the personality you have, with who you are, God can use you in some way. And, yeah, we just need to kind of accept that and just let him use us because I, I've seen people who are, you know, too shy to sing and then suddenly um, they meet the right people. Um, then... They're already in front of an audience, and it's just like a couple of months. Yeah, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, getting out of your comfort zone, exactly. And and just trusting God. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. Oh, yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I always like ask people this. Um, who is your favorite bible character and why my favorite bible character huh i've actually never thought of this um (laughs) my favorite bible character i'd say david um reason being 
um although i might be old right now but then like um like in the environments and the spaces that i've been in like i would always be the youngest person there and like everybody would be like oh wow look at him he's a kid and like I'd, uh and i'd sort of like sometimes i'd feel like oh like i need to sort of like hide myself so that they don't see that i'm a kid you get because i'd be like intimidated and whatnot but then like i'd always uh, be myself that like god put me away right where i am and i'm going to thrive i'm not going to like hide myself i'm not going to i'm not going to sort of like conform to the standards of oh since you're young uh, it means that you need to uh you know like it's so like uh like you, you need to conform to different pressures uh, which comes with it so like i like i like i sort of like how can i say this i um i acted as if like i belonged there even though like i was the youngest uh so yeah i'd say that like i relate to david in terms of like even though like in most situations i've always been the youngest but since god was with me uh there was more yeah. than enough um what my experience didn't necessarily like call uh, didn't necessarily count uh what counted was god inside of me and he's the one who put me in the situation so like in that situation i'll thrive so yeah I'd say that my favorite Bible character is David uh, for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what's mine? I think mine is is Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, at the end when um, Timothy uh, visits him in prison, mm-hmm. you know, like Timothy is complaining. <laughs> like these guys are doing this and that. And it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, Paul motivates him. Imagine, like, this guy's in prison and he's motivating someone who's free. Yeah. Ooh. Trying to keep their spirits up. And yeah. uh, that is just, to me, that is just, that, that is just amazing. Yeah. Having so much faith, even if you're under so much persecution, that you can even motivate someone who's actually yeah. free. So, yeah, that was really... Um, like mind blowing for me. I was just like, wow, like what is this guy on? <laughs> it's sort of like he's more free in prison than the people outside in the world, if you think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's actually like so so shocking. Yeah. But yeah, um yeah. And I think I think that's about it really. I don't know if you have more to say or something you wanna share. Um so yeah, um yeah, I'm really grateful you actually um, <laughs> agreed to record this. And yeah, thank you for actually um, joining me. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Nah, it's, it's all right. Um, yeah, I guess till, um, till next time. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys. Um, stay blessed and yeah, and just be safe during these times. <laughs>